0: Hello, hello, and welcome to A Kingdom Walk, Tearing Down Traditions. I am your host, Katrina Fluker. and today's episode, as I promised you, we will be discussing spiritual mothers and fathers. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the concept That has become so very popular in Christian circles, some of them. The idea of having a spiritual mother or a spiritual father or both. We're going to discuss the origins of a spiritual mother and father. Is it biblical? Is it tradition? Or is it man-made? Come on you guys let's talk about it in today's podcast we're discussing the concept of spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers the spiritual covering is this biblical or is this just a man-made concept that we've taken into? the church. Now, first, I would like to give you the definition of spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers, which is a spiritual covering. These are certain people in the church who have a special role in mentoring and discipling others. Spiritual fathers and mothers are seen as spiritual authorities who can help young Christians To grow in their faith. Now in my last podcast. I did advise you. When there are traditions. To research the history. And the origins. Of how these traditions began. So let's do that. For spiritual mothers and fathers. Coverings. Now that we know. The definition. Now it says certain people who have certain roles in the church. More than likely, it's going to be someone who has rank in the church or holds a title in the church, evangelist, prophet, or is bishop, right? So let's go back to the origins, the history of spiritual fathers and mothers in the church. Now, what I found is there, there seems to be two stories of where spiritual mothers and fathers could have originated from. The first one says it came from the early Christian church. There's evidence to support that when Paul refers to Timothy as his beloved child in 1st Timothy chapter 1 verse 2. There's also further evidence in Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 and 5 when he tells the church to look out for the interests of those who are weak and to bear one another's burdens. And they're saying that um, in the early church Christians were often persecuted and needed to find ways to support and encourage each other so spiritual mothers and fathers were birthed that way with Paul calling Timothy his beloved child. Now, there's another version that says that spiritual mothers and fathers, the origin came from a monastic tradition. Now, they said there's a long history, very long history of spiritual mothers and fathers, and these spiritual mothers and fathers are monks and nuns, who were responsible, who are responsible for the spiritual growth and development of their disciples. These monks and nuns, are, they often provide guidance, support, and correction, and they help their disciples to grow in their faith. Now listen to this. The concept of spiritual mothers and fathers has been adapted and adopted by many different Christian denominations. In some churches it is still used in a traditional sense with older, more experienced Christians mentoring younger Christians. In other churches it has been it has been reinterpreted to mean something more like a spiritual friend. Or a spiritual guide. Now many people believe there are benefits to having a spiritual mother or father. They believe that these relationships can provide um, them with guidance, support, and accountability. And they can help them grow in their faith and become more like Christ. Now I'm going to tell you, give you my point of view, right? The concept of spiritual mothers and fathers and what I believe on these special roles, these special people in mentoring and discipling others, especially these others who are young in their faith. And these people who are seen as spiritual authorities who can help others grow in their faith and these are the here are the problems that i have with the concept of spiritual fathers and mothers the first red flag i told you before when i did the research there were two stories that could possibly be true the first story they said um early christianity when paul referred to timothy as his beloved child now you can take that as paul calling timothy his child or you can take it as Paul saying what Jesus Christ said, that we take care of the poor, we take care of the widow, widows and children, and that he is encouraging a young man in his faith because Paul has been through it and in Timothy is seeking wise counsel as the Bible instructs us to do. Or it could be true, just as it says, the monks... And the nuns, as they bring in younger monks and nuns, and this thing has been adopted and adapted and brought into churches. Now, the reason I'm saying that I don't think it's biblical is because the Bible never refers to an idea of a spiritual mother or father. Never. It teaches us that we only have one father in heaven. And Matthew 23 and 9 Jesus our Lord and Savior says And call no man your father on earth For you have one father Who is in heaven That's what Jesus said Second The concept of a spiritual mother and father Can be very very harmful It does create a hierarchy in the church Where some people can seem as if they are more important than others. It leads to unhealthy relationships in the church. And it also can lead to what people are being manipulated and controlled in the church. And you constantly hear about church hurt. Now, I personally don't believe in church hurt. I believe it is the spirit of offense that is running rampant in that church. And I do believe it's because there is hierarchy and in that church and there's cliques in that church and it's all because someone is saying either they're spiritual mothers and fathers, there's favoritism and things such as that. And the third concept of spiritual fathers and mothers is that it's not necessary. We can grow in our own faith without having to submit to a spiritual authority figure. The Bible says submit to God. The Bible says, submit to God and acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. It does not say submit to a spiritual mother. It does not say submit to a spiritual father. Reading the word of God is the beginning of knowledge. That will increase your faith. That is where your faith begins. So, I truly believe that you can learn wisdom from others. You can be mentored by people who are definitely further along than you in their faith journey. But you do not have to have a spiritual mother or father um, to have a closer relationship with God. There are so many potential risks associated with these type of relationships If you're not careful, you can become too dependent on someone that you're calling your spiritual mother or your spiritual father. You can fall into the traps of thinking that they are perfect when they are not. It is important to remember when you have adopted someone as your spiritual mother or father, they're just human beings. They are just human beings. They are not perfect and they will make mistakes. And if they are open and honest, they will tell you that. If they are truly um, men and women of God, they will be honest and tell you you don't need a spiritual mother or father. That is not biblical. The Bible says, when the spirit of truth is come, he will lead you in all truth. So, why do you need a middleman? To tell you what God says when the spirit of truth is coming. He will lead you in all truth. Submit to God. Acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. So I personally think and I believe, I truly believe that spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers are tradition. I believe that it is a man-made tradition. I do not believe that it is biblical. And I know many of you may not agree because, like I said before, a lot of these traditions, we have been conditioned to believe because it's, it's, it's how many of us grew up in the church. I don't believe that the concept of a spiritual mother and father is necessary. We can grow in our own faith without having to submit to a spiritual authority other than the Lord God Jehovah and the Lord Jesus Christ. So there you have it. The concept of a spiritual mother and father is not biblical. It is it can be harmful. It is unnecessary. I encourage you to find a mature Christian who is willing to walk along, aside, walk along with you to help you grow in your faith. But you don't need to feel like you need to submit to a spiritual authority figure to do this. You can grow in your faith without having a spiritual mother or father. If you are looking for a mentor, I encourage you to pray. And ask God to lead you to the right person. He will provide you with someone who can help you grow in your faith and to live a life that is pleasing to Him. Thank you for listening to A Kingdom Walk, Tearing Down Traditions. Okay, I'm going to try to give you guys this little bonus snippet. I'm going to try to make this as brief as possible, but this is a very long story, so I'm just going to give you the main points. Today is August the 9th, 2023, so this story is about a young social media influencer. She has over 10 million plus followers. She disappeared off social media some months ago, right? Right before she disappeared, she was talking about her budding relationship with Jesus Christ. She was new to the faith and how much she loved the Lord and all of these things. Well, recently she pops back up. And when she pops back up, she has a story to tell. And she talks about these two apostles... And she calls them her spiritual mother and her spiritual father. They are a husband-wife team out of Florida, right? Now, she talks about how they slid into her DM and they were confirming some things that God was doing in her life and that God was already telling her they begin to prophesy to her some more and telling her different things like about her spending because she didn't work all of her monies came from her social media platforms so she made good money because she had 10 million plus followers now they convinced her because they were saying you know the holy spirit said this holy spirit said that and of course it was lining up for her it was lining up so they convinced her to move to florida to sell get to sell everything and to come to florida her family said don't do it don't do it don't do it they convinced her to cut her family off she sells everything she moves down to florida she gets to Florida. They convince her to turn over her finances to them. She says that she has to sign a contract. She signs the contract to be a part of the church. Now, mind you, they don't have a physical church yet. They are working on getting the physical church, but they have um, people there, but they, I think they're staying like in hotels or something or a house or something like, I, I don't know, a compound. I'm not certain. She didn't really go into details. But she did tell this part of the story where she met this brother in Christ. And she went back and told Mama and Papa about this brother in Christ. And they confirmed by the Holy Spirit that he was a brother in Christ. And then she said she met him the second night. So she knew this was confirmation. And then she said on the third night, he began to speak in tongues. And this brother told her she needed to go back home to be with her family in Chicago. And so she did. And once she got back to Chicago, she said the apostle, her mother, spiritual mother and father kept calling her and telling her if she wanted to leave the church she had to sign a contract to get out of the church but now mind you when she's telling all of us this in the live she's not bashing them she's talking about them in a loving way she's calling them mama and papa my spiritual mother and father the apostles and she's not bashing them not once She's gotten on this live to tell us the backstory, so she can get to this conclusion that she's stuck in Chicago in a hotel and she needs money for food and to pay the hotel and to get clothing and to get a plane ticket so she can go back to Florida. And she's asking her fans to send her money. But when she says send me the money, she doesn't say send it to me. She asks the fans to send it to the church. Mind you, they have control of our finances. They now have control of our social media. And this is what I'm saying about spiritual mothers and fathers. You have to really have a relationship with God. Pray for discernment. Pray for wisdom and understanding. And I think about the story in the Bible where Jesus um, saw the fig tree that had no fruit and he cursed the fig tree. And that's a, a precept and a principle in the Bible. You have to look for fruit in people and you have to examine the fruit. There are so many times that we want the fruit to be good because we're so hungry for it and we fail to examine the fruit. And I'm praying for this young woman that she'll be set free because I really believe that she signed a contract with the enemy. I really believe these two people are using... The spiritual um, mother and father, they are her spiritual mother and father, but it's not as she believes. I believe that a spiritual mother and father is not biblical. So if it's not biblical, if it's not of God, then who must it be of? I hope you enjoy this bonus. I hope it helps you tear down traditions that are literally devouring your life. If you're interested in learning more about the Bible and biblical laws, look for Pastor Kevin L.A. Ewing on Facebook, the YouTube channel Kevin L.A. Ewing, and look for his app on the Apple Store and Google Play Store.